0: This is Angel from Sarah and Angel Talk About Things. This episode may contain sensitive content. If you or anybody you know is going through these issues, I've linked some resources in the show notes. Thank you.
1: Something that I know about
0: that I kind of don't know about.
1: So then we're gonna do another true crime one.
0: Ooh, true I, crime! Yay!
1: I thought so. I mean, we shouldn't cheer about true crime. Yeah, it's it's an interesting to, true crime is an interesting topic. So now, so I only done one true crime, and Andrew, you did two, right? Or no, three. You, three, did, you
0: did. No, three. you did. uh... Yeah, you did do
1: one. Yeah, I did one. You did three, right? Because
0: because I did no well. Or technically, no, 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 no. Technically, the, the technically it was two because the, because I because one of them got split into two. Oh,
1: but I mean, because it was J- Jody, Stephanie, and Susan. Oh, Susan hasn't got came out yet. Oh, Susan spoiler, come out yet? So spoiler alert! So, so spoiler. I, was, I knew I was behind on on one yeah, of them. Spoiler. <laughs> There's
0: somebody so named there's, Susan. so somebody named Susan. We there is a third. <laughs>
1: We're not gonna say who, but you know, on a first name basis with some nefarious some nefarious people, yeah. Whereas I just talked talked about the Turpins. so I felt like because I talked about the turpins, which and and me.
0: it was one of our most listened to episodes. So um, you, I think you need. To, I think I think we need to push the true crime on the Sarah so that way. She can, <laughs> so she can get us working. <laughs>
1: i did just want to give a little update before i jump in this because this case that i'm going to talk about today um it happened two months well part the it came to like two months after uh jordan's escape and it has a lot of similarities to to the turpin case actually mm-hmm. so i did just want to you know just lead in with a little update um about you know the turpins uh so it seems like everyone's from what i saw is doing pretty well um Uh, Jennifer, fuck her out. She is on there as, um, under the name of Dawn. Um, but if you Google, like, it'll come up. If you ever feel like on her Instagram, it's on there. I don't remember exactly how to find it on YouTube, but her stuff's good. Um, and Jordan's still, you know, posting her TikTok. She has an Instagram, I believe, as well. And then, um, a third... My daughter has also come forward. I don't I don't think I named her in the episode because she wasn't public at that time. Um I'm not sure t- totally how public she is r- right now, but she is a little bit public because she's on Instagram. Her name is Janetta. Um and she's a pretty she, name. Yes, she also has she has an Instagram. Um unfortunately, she had to make a new Instagram because her old one was was hacked by bitcoin people oh my god who are, like using so if you find her first one that's not her um that's it's been taken over by bitcoin people so just you know if you find that one report that profile um if it's like saying like you can make all this money by bitcoin that's not janetta that's that's a fake point well it used to be her account and then they like hacked it um freaking let me, bitcoin, let me yeah let me talk real quick about like so uh <laughs>
0: quick but no 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 that like like so i'm single now and because i don't think i mentioned this in my pot in, in our podcast but i'm single now and hard a hard fast like red flag with me because i'm pretty cool with a lot of stuff but hard fast red flag with, with me is cryptocurrency anybody who oh, to cryptocurrency i i i cannot stand people who are into cryptocurrency because i they think they're i just they just have a certain personality type that i just <laughs> don't subscribe to and they're the ones who are just like oh well cryptocurrency's is the future like you know that bubble has <laughs> fucking burst you
1: bastard but anyway yeah I'll make, like cryptocurrency just me. it confuses me, me. I yes and, mean, I'm,
0: it, like... and i'm and i'm into programming i'm into like web development and stuff like that but cryptocurrency that's my you know you know how you know how you want to break the ceiling in certain places and in certain things, I will never want to break the ceiling of cryptocurrency because I hate <laughs> cryptocurrency. I just, I just don't, I don't subscribe to it. Like, I don't know what the fuck NFTs are, and I don't care to know. Yeah, like,
1: there's some fans that like that they're like, you bought tickets. You like, have some fucking Wawa. I don't see what like, this is? Fucking Wawa had
0: had an NFT, and I'm just like, come on, man.
1: Like, this looks like a live journal
0: icon. <laughs> I know it does. It really does.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah so that's oh that's so important it, ha- it happens to the best of us Janetta. so yeah I'm, I'm glad to see you have a new instagram uh so yeah none of the other siblings seem to be public at this point so you know i i respect that but i just want to give a shout out you know um since mm-hmm. she's a little bit more public now and so you know if, if you can you know pop on to her um instagram and you know, give her some likes you know just don't try to get her to do Bitcoin, because that wasn't cool. Not cool, Bitcoin. Not cool. Hackers, not cool. Not cool, cool at all. all. Um. But so, no, nice, let's talk about this case. So, this case, um, like I said, so Jordan's escape was, I think, January 14th, 2018. And this case came to light in, I'd have to look up the exact date, but early March of 2018. So, two months after, you know, mm-hmm. what had happened to the 13th. Um, Turpin siblings. Um, I was like, trying to coin a phrase there, but I'm like, I don't know, th- the thirteen. The like, I to, like, thirteen. The, yeah, I guess what happened that, that what happened. Them came to light, and then this other case came to light, and a lot of um, a lot there were a lot of similarities. But I'm going to get into. Um, so this case was the Hart case, and so Angel, have you heard anything about this case? Do you remember anything about this case from when it broke in 2018?
0: I only heard about it. Through a YouTube channel, I, I either it was Kendall Ray or it was Stephanie Harlow or it was another YouTube who do, YouTuber who does true crime, but I that's when I that's who I heard about the case about. But it I only heard, I heard about it after the fact, not like when it happened. Like no, no, not when like it happened. Yes, so I so I, spoilers, I, I know, so no spoilers. <laughs>
1: so let's, let's start with, uh, let's start with another case for a moment, um, because it's going to lead into the heart case. Um, so you're familiar, of course, with, um, the death of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri? Yes, 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 yes. Um, so, okay, so after Michael Brown's death, um, there was a Uh, that was sort of where Black Lives Matter took off. Mm -hmm. I'm not an expert on Black Lives Matter. I am Hispanic, white presenting, so I'm not going to try to give a history of Black Lives Matter, just know that this is all going to kind of tie together. So if I get something wrong in regards to that, you know, just let me know. And Um, as somebody who is African American,
0: uh, I actually don't know enough about Black Lives Matter to just justify that just justify explaining it. The only thing that I can say is that Black Lives Matter it's is just like support in support of police um anti police brutality and that sort of thing. So that's where, where I can get into it. If anybody wants to cancel me for not knowing Black Lives Matter, feel free to do it. My handle is at the end of the episode. So
1: just kidding well, I, I'm I'm like I take so much of this is it is, is that is such a big movement. It's it, It's, it's hard to say that like there's other than being against police brutality and bringing to light, um, you know, the issues of people being unjustly shot by the police mm-hmm. or unjustly killed by the police. Um, and, you know, issues of, um, you know, just issues like uh, justice matters, particularly as it relates to um, the aftermarket
0: community. Yeah that's what that means. It's not, it's not, it's what, so what I, so I want to, so I wanna, what I want people to understand as an African-American woman is that Black Lives Matter does not mean precedence over other races. Hear that? Black Lives Matters does not mean precedence over other races. It means bringing awareness to the issues within the black community. So that's not, when we say Black Lives Matter, we do not mean over white lives, over, police lives over anybody it's just what it is is that it is we need to make a aware of all, this, all these issues if you want to do your own movement that's fine just like asian lives matter because there are issues within the asian community specifically indian and uh, and uh, i don't know why i almost said Hispanic. indian and um chinese japanese asian lives all matter in that and that, of course, because there's a lot of stereotypes within both African-American and Asian and Asian people that are very harmful to Hispanic society. And, well. and Hispanic as well. That are very harmful to the community. It doesn't mean that you have to take precedence over that when you are saying that. That just means that you are, that just means that you are, that, that we want to bring these issues to light. If you don't want to make these issues to light, you if you prefer not to have those issues be brought to light, that's on you. Kanye West.
1: Well, I was just gonna say that because it's such a large movement. There are also like a lot of like smaller movements within mm-hmm. it that may have like other things that they yeah. also believe in that they also you know take precedence. But so this is that, and this is also because the movement now also has has probably adapted over time since mm-hmm. it's you know inception around the time Michael Brown's death. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all right. So let's we'll bring you back to Ferguson, Missouri, Missouri, right? Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, there was a. I think this is like a protest. I'm not sure if it's like protest or a vigil, something along those lines. You know, in Ferguson. Um. And so this picture, um, was shown of a young. Okay. So let me. I'm gonna ask you. as the resident African American on the show. So resident. Do you? Do you, Angel, personally prefer African American or black?
0: Um, actually, I prefer black
1: because, um, because
0: African American, and I will say it's actually about so so for so I'm actually a guest starred on the on a a episode of the Passions podcast, and we made this exact discussion about that. I remember you guys talking. That's actually I think that's partially why I brought up because I'm yeah. So it is so. Uh, so we yeah, uh, oh, that episode would have dropped because I'm thinking I'm thinking of another episode that's about to drop. So, uh, but anyway, we uh we had this exact like, discussion about it about it because uh, African American sounds like white people opposing that. It's very stodgy. It's, it's like I don't African Americans. I know like, many African Americans. <laughs> yes, they're, they're 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 such a they're such an interesting breed. Like that's the way it sound comes off. To me, it's just to, just in case you needed more of that, more more insight into what I was thinking. And then when I said African American, I was like, "Well, no, because that's the way the white the yeah, white writers thinking... who I know are white." Because I I looked into. I, I, got, like, together so I got
1: together with several other African Americans. So <laughs> I <laughs> got together
0: with several. They're African Americans. All oh, they're only we're the only two African Americans. No, because when I say something like actually to go back into that statement. When I when I would say like yeah I'm like I'm like five I was five percent of of um a school, I was five percent of the black population in the school that I was the, that the Catholic school that I was mm-hmm. at. So that's how I that's how I word it. So I prefer to be called black because oh, okay. because because also because uh that phrase is just like queer has been taken mm-hmm. back. So I prefer that than African
1: American. Yeah, and also a lot of the black community doesn't necessarily originate at least from where they connect to from Africa. So, and there's also, there's also black people who are American initially who are, you know, from England or France. Or, anyway, I don't, but that's just what I've heard. Cause it seems like it's kind of going back. Cause for a while, like everyone's like, you gotta say African-American, but I don't, I don't, think, I don't know. Do you feel like did black ever go out and come back? Or has it always kind of been there? But then, I feel like
0: it's, a, I feel like it's always been there Now, what hasn't? What I don't subscribe to is putting some putting the the article the in front of blacks because Ooh, that's yeah, that, that, super racist to me. That's racist. That's, racist. that's super oh. racist to me. The blacks. I do not like that. Uh, also, weirdly enough, thugs. I hate that word. Mm-hmm. I I hate that word when you describe African American people because I know you're describing them without actually saying that they're that. With, like I know you're you're saying that. You're saying that specifically for African Americans without actually saying that it's for African Americans. I know thugs is like, it's all encompassing to just somebody who was like a charlatan, I guess. But I feel like thugs specifically. It's
1: loaded. It's got kind of. It's got like a loaded yeah.
0: connotation towards African. Towards African American. The African American community is what I'm trying to say. Not. not
1: yeah. yeah. So, I, well, I, so, anyway, so there's uh, a picture of this young black kid whose identity we're about to reveal in a moment, hugging a white police officer. White male police officer. Um, I remember that. And so this picture gained some traction at the time. They're like, this kid was giving out free hugs and the cop came over and was like, can I get a hug? And then he gave him a hug. Oh, look how sweet this is. This is healing in a time of, you know, racial strife and all that stuff. And Maybe it would have been. Maybe it would have been under different contexts. In
0: different circumstances. Under
1: different circumstances. Maybe it would have been. However, I think this was at that time. Um, so then, but then in March 2018. Okay, so a lot of different things happened. Well, let me go back. I'm going to start at the beginning. And I'm going to go. Okay, so. We gotta so, go back. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go back. Okay, so. This, um. They're, okay, so let me introduce you to Jennifer and Sarah Hart. Jennifer and Sarah Hart are, yes they are, a uh, white lesbian couple who they met in, you know, I think, college. They got married, uh-huh. um, and they decided, you know, they wanted to have a family together. Um, first, they fostered a teenager. Um, and just because of some of the things that are going to come up a little later, I'm going to specify that, uh, so the, the teen, that teenager's identity has never been revealed, however, it was indicated that that was a female teenager who was white, according to the information that came out. Mm-hmm. So again, that, that woman's uh, identity has never been revealed. Uh, for, again, for things that are going to come up a little later, uh, I, was, I read that she was white. Um, this, uh, I heard about wire hangers. Oh no, not that yeah, just kind, kind of like the the mommy dearest, mommy dearest and um, that eventually they brought her to some kind of event, like it was um a therapy, I think it was a therapy session, and then never came to get her and said they didn't want to foster her anymore,
0: oh
1: wow, so then, um around this same time, so I think almost directly after this. Um, Jennifer and Sarah Hart applied to adopt a set of siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, these siblings are Marcus Hart, uh, okay, M- Marcus, Hannah, and Abigail. Um, Marcus, the older adopted, I think Marcus is something like five. Not going to touch too much on their past before they got adopted, but it at a later point, their birth mother came. Forward, and these three kids are actually biracial. Um, so their okay. mother is white. Their father, I think, um, was African American. There was some discussion at one point about whether Marcus was perhaps actually half Af- not half half Native American, but I don't know. That might have been somebody talking out their butt. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they, they they all had the same father. I'm not sure exactly what the situation was there. It seems like mm-hmm. the information about their father or fathers was never revealed. Only their mother came forward. So if there's not that much other information about them other than what was eventually revealed when the birth mother was interviewed when she came forward. Yeah. Can I
0: pause real quick yes. because I f- remember something was talked about when I listen to the episode Well, when one of the um, true crime people like mentioned the episode um it might have also been let's go to court if i remember correctly i forgot i i honestly for, it might have been a combination of all every all the ones but um, can we go back to talking about the uh jennifer and sarah yes. real quick okay so um i remember that i remember that the person said that that uh they met in college They were going to, hold on, one of them graduated, so Sarah graduated, but Jennifer left without graduating, so, um, so, but they left because, sorry, they met because Sarah transferred to the University of Minnesota, which is where they went, which is where they went, and, um, no, sorry, one second, they attended Northern State University, and, um, then they, then um, Jennifer, it's, it's a lot of colleges, so I'm trying to, yeah, fix, like they I'm bounce trying around. they bounce, that's their, gonna, they bounce that's around. Gonna,
1: that's going to be a theme for them. They bounce,
0: well. they bounce around. So I'm trying to figure out like, so, okay, so the two, I'm just going to read what I have on Wikipedia. So the two women attended and began their relationship at Lorton State University, NSU. Sarah had initially attended the University of Minnesota for one semester before transferring to NSU. Well, I've never heard of
1: NSU. I guess in Minnesota?
0: It's South Dakota. Oh, South Dakota,
1: okay. Um,
0: While well, Jennifer started at Augustina University, that's actually also South, in uh, Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, so they both majored in elementary education, which why would you mm. want to do that?
1: Um, that's interesting. So, and, and, and...
0: and Sarah was focusing on special education. Mm. So, as somebody who works in school, I... Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway. That's interesting. I <laughs> so, forgot about that. Yeah, considering some of the stuff later that...
0: Yeah. So, Sarah had graduated in 2002, and Jennifer left without graduating. And then in 2005, so Sarah's uh, main name was uh, Gengler. Mm-hmm. I think and, and is Gangler, and then um, so at that at 2005, uh, they uh, they had uh, Sarah changed her legal name to Hart, mm-hmm. and then they got married in Connecticut in 2009 mm-hmm. because it was at the time it was uh, at the time it was legal in Connecticut, but not everywhere, mm-hmm. which um,
1: that's changed. That may change. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's like a lot. Of, I remember Massachusetts was in Connecticut. They were some of the early ones and Hawaii. It was Hawaii. Yeah, you guys will go to, to but like that movie Ben and Arthur, where the whole plot is like they're trying to go to Hawaii. They're trying to go to Hawaii. Like, Hawaii yeah, like missed the flight, and then like they people are from- like murdered each other and other. So oh my like, god, we, we need, need to do that. Oh we need god. to do that
0: one of these days. We need to do that movie because <laughs> that movie was just wild.
1: It was. Oh my god. Like, the, the, the picture of the, the plane taking off, where they just kind of like it looked like the fakest like thing ever. Yes. And then the ending. Oh my god, oh the my ending. Gosh. I don't want to
0: mention the ending right now, but oh, oh, my, Benny, god, the, the oh my god.
1: Oh my god. Yes. Anyway, we're not talking about an
0: author. And see. I'm definitely not thinking about a past not relationship but a past like that, <laughs> 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 a girl no. that was bat poop insane yeah. but uh, when, when I think of the hearts but we're not going to mention that
1: <laughs> there was somebody who I think was interviewed by one of these cause I, I've been kind of out of researching this for a while. When it happened uh, I was researching this pretty heavily Um, but there's somebody who was interviewed somewhere who said that they had gone to uh, college with Sarah and that at the time Sarah was very nice she was very Normal, but it seemed like people had a lot of issues with Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer did not seem like she seemed to have a lot going on. Um, that's
0: interesting when you think about it because Sarah was the one who had to change
1: her name, not Jennifer. Yeah, that's, I, I, I thought that was interesting. I feel like I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that was. I feel like there wasn't a whole lot of debate about it. you're gonna, of course, you're gonna.
0: You're doing <laughs> I mean, H is H is the H is the alphabet after G. I mean, it's not gonna be <laughs> much of a change, right? It's not like you're moving all the way from Y to A. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but but so, so I I only bring up the thing about uh, Marcus, Hannah, and Abigail being biracial because well we're gonna get into a little bit later. Um. So then they have those kids for a while. When Hannah is six, she tells uh, six years old, she tells somebody that um, that uh, Jennifer hits her with a belt. Mm. Um, nothing seems to come of it. When Abigail is a little older, um, she tells a teacher that uh, she got hit, but it seems like she. It's hard to tell whether she said he just said my mom hit me, which like that's two people. Um, it seems it's kinda hard to tell exactly what Abigail said, but she had a bruise and she had trouble sitting. Mm-hmm. And um, when it actually like I think parenting classes or in probation, like something pretty minor.
0: Um a slap on the wrist basically.
1: Yeah, and so that was what so that's the first three kids. Um, so around I think a prior. to no, af, I, don't, I think it was actually after the Abigail thing, they applied to adopt another three kids. Because, of course! Of course! <laughs> what, oh, what could go wrong? Um, these three kids, now, actually, these these three kids were actually, originally, they were a sibling set of four. They had, some older, um, they had some older siblings, but I believe these kids were already adults at that point. Mm-hmm. So, but they had an older brother. Um, but he was older, I think he was 14 or 15, and the hearts weren't interested in him. So they well, did not we adopt- are not interested yeah. in
0: this, this <laughs> child that has yeah. almost he- about to be an adult. No, we want smaller kids.
1: They weren't interested in the, the oldest, uh, the oldest brother, but they adopted, um, now these, these kids, their spellings were a little bit different, um when they were born, I'm not sure if that, I've only seen it written, so I'm not sure if there was any difference in um, how they were pronounced, so I'm going to go with my best guess. If I get it wrong, I apologize. So, um, they that was um, Devante, Jeremiah, and Sierra. Um, these kids, all of the hearts changed each of their name spellings slightly. I thought was interesting, because they didn't do that with the first three kids. So, um, Devontae, originally, his name was spelled with either German about Sierra, and they say CC, but they write it out as CC, like I like, see you,
0: which- Oh, I thought it would be like CC, like, yes, yes.
1: Oh, yeah, it was like CC, like I see you with- which people were like, "That's weird," but it's because like they actually said "CC," but they wouldn't. They changed it because mm-hmm. they changed, spelling her name. Which like that's weird. That's I, I don't know. That's weird. I feel like because
0: I feel like because you know because like I said, I work at a school, but I work at like predominantly black school. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that they that they I, and I've seen a lot of names, and I feel like cha- they change. They kind of changed it to make it more. I'm gonna say the word. I hope I don't get canceled for it. White. That sounds. That sounds like they are. They are taking the ethnicity off of the name. Yeah, I think that's a possibility. The other thing I also wonder because is I if- because I've only seen, i i don't I've rarely seen this Sierra with an S attached to black people. Mm-hmm. I've seen. Sierra with like a C attached to the black people. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen, you know, Jeremiah is Jeremiah. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's Jeremiah. It's from the Bible, so. I, have,
1: I also wonder if the names were changed to stop the parents from finding the kids. Because there's. That too. There are the weird little, like, changing, like, the end of Devontae. Like, have, like, the name Devante, like, that's not. You're gonna know that someone named Devonte is probably black. I mean, they yeah, might not it, be, but yeah, they're probably. Yeah, it's yeah, be. it's a very it's a very ethnic name. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I. That's not necessarily always the case, but no, it's not it's, always it's, the case. But yeah, yeah. but it's yeah, so a I'm, lot of yeah. times
0: it is. But like that specific spelling of Devonte, from what you mentioned, that does kind of line up with like, oh hey, yeah, let's change the names that way we don't, so we mom can't find us. But was this? do You know, if the adoptions were closed,
1: see that it's kind of hard. now that people try to kind of figure that out. But so this is what okay. So this is what they knew about um about the second the second adoption. Mm-hmm. Um. So the the second three they were they were born to this this lady who unfortunately um, was struggling with addiction mm-hmm. um the kids went to live with the four kids went to live with I think it was either her like the the father's sister or the mother's sister depending on who you talk to It was either the paternal aunt or the maternal aunt. Mm-hmm. um and they lived with her for a while and it seemed like they were very happy there mm-hmm. and then apparently the one day like the mother came by to like feed them, like to like make them dinner, and the social worker came by and because the mother wasn't supposed to be there, she took the kids. mm. And apparently the um the aunt fought for them, um, legally tried to get the kids back, but they took the kids and these kids were I think both sets of kids were originally from Texas, but they were shipped off to the Northeast, so they weren't even kept in Texas. They were shipped off to I think it was either Washington or Oregon where the hearts were living at that time, and so the birth mom of. Um, so you can't even get their states correct. Yeah, so they move around a lot. Yeah, they, yeah Oh yeah. They, they definitely they, they move around a lot. Um,
0: I mean, first, I mean, like even when even when I was mentioning that briefly about college, like yeah. them going to college, and then also even when I mentioned like that they were they were they started out in like South Dakota
1: yeah they they moved around the whole and i i I don't think that was by accident nah. I think that they were they would burn bridges and then they they'd be like we're going um so but yeah so the the second three kids like they um they terminated the rights of well first the mom and then the aunt. And then it seems like they couldn't really get that much information on the kids when they tried. Um, there was a family in Missouri City, Texas, who was a black family that was going to adopt them. But something, they, she never found out what happened with that family. Mm -hmm. Um, and she never, it seemed like, knew that they went to white lesbians. Mm. So, um, so anyway, so let's, let's, so what happens once we have all six kids? in the same happy home. So let us let me get these states correct real quick. One moment. If you're,
0: yeah, it, yeah, if, yeah, when mm-hmm. I, the reason why there was like that pause right there is because I was doing the hand quotes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, um, all right, let me, all right, so I'm going to give the, um, uh, the age of these kids when something significant happens in this very um, significant. Just, just to um, kind of get a um, get an idea of the age difference between the kids. All right, so Marcus nineteen, Hannah. Oh, you say
0: two thousand eighteen? Aka, he probably called their BS out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They probably thought that they couldn't get a handle Yo, on one it. And brought, yeah,
0: wanted over on the kids. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, oh, yeah, so here's, um, okay, so... Kids
0: are smart. I just want to let you know that. They are really smart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they are. They, they don't us. They,
0: they did not be us. Nope. Yeah, so, okay,
1: this is what it says on Wikipedia. So, in 2008, they were living in Minnesota. A teacher observed bruises on Hannah's left arm, and she was told she had been hit by Jennifer with the belt. Within months, all six children had been pulled out of the public school system for a year. And then, I guess they came back because then 2010, Abigail said she had owies on her back and stomach and said she felt threatened by the hearts. She said that the hearts had beaten her and held her head in cold water over a penny they assumed she had stolen. What? You was something like she had a penny in her pocket and Jennifer said you must have stolen it so they beat her
0: all up. Over a pe- a like, all over a penny. All over a penny.
1: Mhm.
0: A penny, which you can find on the Freaking ground, a penny. Yeah, and That's even not she didn't like
1: she did that. like what? It's a freaking penny. Who cares? Like, yeah, it's
0: a penny. Like it's it's like I only like look. I, I doubt that she stole a penny. I think she just found it on the ground and like, can you know. You it's still steal cause, a penny. It's a penny. Like, it's, it's a I penny. I don't think it has
1: no value to have like no, that mean, like, potential. Like it's it's like stealing like, a piece of yeah. this piece of paper, like
0: <sighs> yeah. these bitches.
1: And then when authorities became involved, all children claimed they had been spanked constantly and deprived of food. Sarah took responsibility for the abuse, pled guilty to assault, and was sentenced to community service for a year.
0: Wait. A point. Hold on. I just want to make sure I got this point right. Hold on. Let's see what we got here. Ah, yes. Sarah took responsibility. Sarah mm-hmm. took responsibility. Not you, Sarah. Yeah. Sarah Hart took responsibility. Yeah. I Over, have my which suspicions. I have my suspicions too. I just have to look back at that Wikipedia article because Sarah changed her last name. Mm-hmm. Sarah took was the one who had the degree. Sarah is like Sarah has Sarah Sarah's basically to me got held back and enabled mm-hmm. and then not enabled. I mean
1: she, and she's basically enabling Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah, I mean they were saying that it seemed unlikely, also, that Sarah had been the one to do this because Sarah is the one who went out and worked. Jennifer was the one who was home with the kids, homeschooling uh, yeah. them. Despite the, the fact,
0: despite the fact that she didn't graduate with, a, mm-hmm. she went to school with a, with a degree in education, mm-hmm. but didn't, but left. Yeah, didn't actually, didn't finish. actually, doesn't actually have a degree. Didn't actually put in the hours to do student teaching. Or anything like that. I don't, from what I understand, for for, look, if she left, she probably she probably didn't do student teaching.
1: Yeah, and I'm not saying you that you have to have a degree to homeschool, but I feel well. Well, we're gonna get into that. I do just want to say I support homeschooling. However, there are cases like this and the Turpin case where. Because the laws that are in place aren't follow. It's not even that we need new laws. We need to follow the friggin' post laws that we have. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you're supposed to check up on these kids and make sure they're actually learning stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the states don't do it. Like, to go back to the Turpin case, in California you can't even, like, at least this is what I read at one point. So this may not be correct. This may not be still mm-hmm. a case. But in California it's a very, um, like, pro-teacher state they are not big on homeschooling um so unless you're a certified teacher you can't homeschool so the way that the turpin parents so, got around this
0: i was gonna say so how did they so how did they uh how do they do something like cyber school do they not just have it they not have it
1: oh i th- see cyber school is i think that's okay because um it's being taught by a certified teacher. Okay. They're they're doing the lessons. I think, but I think it's like if you're a parent and you don't have the certificate, you can't like design the curriculum yourself.
0: Okay. Um. You, yeah. That's yeah. that's. So I'm not anti homeschool. I'm just more that there needs. I'm just more with you where it's like, oh, there needs to be a structure, and I think that parent-led homeschooling, unless you ha- unless you are experiencing this, shouldn't really happen. I think. I think that's where you have your cyber schools that are in place and then this is also something you can work with education too so yeah.
1: i feel like it depends on the scenario i feel like that i think it's okay i feel in my this is my this is my opinion mm-hmm. so i like i feel like it's okay to have uh you know parent design curriculum and i think that some of this that that you know that may vary based on other things but i do think that i feel like there's got to be a curriculum. It's like within the mm-hmm. Turpin thing, there was no curriculum. Like they weren't teaching them anything. Nope. It wasn't even like it was a bad curriculum. Like I can, I can ta- say I'll take bad curriculum, but there was no curriculum. And so here's how the the, the Turpin parents got away. Got because remember you can't legally uh, homeschool, mm-hmm. and they register themselves as a goddamn private school. They made their house a fucking private school. So Sorry. They, they, but here's the thing, though, is that, one, thing I think to have a private school, that implies that you are enrolling students. It's not just yeah. your damn family. And second of all, apparently, somebody looked this up, so I don't, if this is a lie, then somebody told me a lie, that in California, a private school has to have a yearly fire inspection. And so if that fire inspection had happened, they would have seen the state of the house. They would have seen mm-hmm. what's going on. So they never did those fire inspections even though they're so kind of like on it about we need all these we're going to over regulate it they're not like do your regulations, do your regulations. that's what I don't like but, it, but so with the hearts we're going to get into some similar some similar stuff uh-huh. um, I would say it's not we'll, we're going to get there but there's the there's the we're going to have some more fake homes but before we get into that because every time there's a case like this people are like uh, I've or say, like, oh, you just want people to hate homeschooling families, or people go, this is why we need to ban homeschooling. I don't think it's either one of those. I think it's like with anything else, it's complicated.
0: It's, yeah, it's there's um there's more nuance to this, unfortunately, that that we probably can't get into it. What,
1: <laughs> what I feel like it was, in this case, where these kids were only homeschooled, and I put that in, in quotes, after one of the parents had been convicted of abuse. Like, no. That's what, like, if you're a normal like, I say normal, by like, someone who hasn't been convicted of abusing Mm -hmm. their child in a court of law, parent, then homeschool your heart's consent. Go wild. But, in this case, it seemed like it was pretty clear that they wanted to get these kids away from mandated reporters, and they shouldn't Mm -hmm. have been able to do that.
0: Yeah, because as a mandated reporter,
1: I would have, yeah. Although the mandated reporters here didn't do a great job here. Uh, like, they did an okay I would say they did an okay job, but they were gonna get, okay. One year later, uh, so this was after uh, Sarah was, um, what Sarah was, uh, convicted. Mm-hmm. Hannah reportedly told a school nurse she had not eaten all day. The nurse called Sarah, and Sarah said Hannah was playing the food card and to, told her to, to just give her water soon afterward all six kids were taken out of public schools and were homeschooled from then on so let me just talk about this for a while. here's where I feel like the, the, the reporters they did okay but they could have done better there was in one of the interviews and this was something I read they were saying that they they were like whoa well, after all we stopped reporting well you know no you don't stop reporting no, no you, you don't, mean, don't. you don't always
0: you don't you don't I didn't spend two hours <laughs> on that very <laughs> depressing uh, but very depressing, like, training to know notice, to, to notice. Like, you do not stop reporting.
1: And you got to, if you keep reporting, nothing has happened. That's when you make a nuisance of yourself. That's when you call the local CPS and say, I want to know what's being done about this because I've made X amount of reports and nothing has changed for these kids. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, that's when you got to make a nuisance of yourself. Or you go to the, I mean, maybe don't name any names, but you go to the, 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 uh, the newspaper and you say, I've made reports about children in my class. Nothing has happened. I want. CPS I wouldn't go to the,
0: the newspaper because nobody will read it. I will go to what you know. What we used to you know we call it in, the, in this area. Three, six, and ten. We <laughs> gotta, oh, go
1: gotta
0: go, go to three, six, and ten. Yeah. Twenty-nine and seventeen, fifty-seven, well. <laughs> <laughs> sixty-nine. <laughs> <You> <laughs> gotta, even though they, even though, even though a lot of people don't get sixty-nine. <laughs> no, no, no! We're talking. About,
1: we're not talking about that We're talking about.
0: We're talking about the Lehigh Valley. Yes.
1: Where you get the Freddie Award? <laughs> you get the Freddie Award? High school theater kids. <laughs> yes, I'm like, you never stop reporting. but they're like, well, for a while, we just stopped reporting because we like didn't want the kids to get in trouble. I'm like, you, you, you cannot no. stop reporting. You have to stop. No. You have to keep reporting. And but they're like, yeah, we just stopped. Reporting. And there's something where like. Jennifer shoved a banana in Hannah's mouth and then some, like, nuts in her mouth and was like, here, eat this, or something like... Like, it was... there's a lot of really weird, egregious stuff. And I'm gonna... I'm gonna, um... All right, well, we're gonna come back to that. Anymore. So, in 2013, mm-hmm. they had moved to Oregon. And... Oh, uh,
0: of course.
1: So, another move. So, the Oregon authorities were notified that they abuse allegations in Minnesota. Their interviews included separate interviews of everyone in the family, and this is from Wikipedia, by the way, as well as interviews of the people who knew the family. <clears throat> Two family friends stated the children were forced to raise their hands before speaking, could not wish each other a happy birthday, and could not laugh at the dinner table. All right, so that's not, that summary is not nice. Okay, so let me talk about the, the birthday thing. Because it wasn't that they couldn't wish each other a happy birthday, it's actually worse than that. Uh oh. So apparently Marcus the um the oldest child got in trouble for something and so his punishment was that none of the other kids were allowed to tell him happy birthday. What? Like that? Who does that? I know. <sighs> Shit. So it was yeah, it was it was very targeted against against one child and that's one of the um well, okay, then there, was, there were other reports that the children were poorly fed and looked small for their ages. Does this sound familiar mm-hmm. to uh, maybe another case we talked about? Yep,
0: yep, previous episode.
1: Uh, one family friend reported that Jennifer had ordered a pizza for the children, but each was only allowed to have a small slice. When Jennifer discovered the pizza was gone, she punished the children by not feeding them breakfast and forcing them to lie on their bed for five hours. Friends also stated that the children act scared to death of Jen and likened them to trained robots. However, the interviews of the children themselves revealed no new incidents of abuse, nor did they mention anything that happened in Minnesota, um, probably because they were coached. Just because they were coached, yeah. When when Jennifer herself was interviewed, she claimed that any family problems were the results of others not being tolerant to two lesbian mothers with six African-American children. Are you kidding me? In the end, the investigation could not conclude whether the hearts were guilty of anything or whether there was a safety threat. So then they moved to Washington.
0: Another, another, another move. But let let me, let me stop right, let me stop you right yeah. there for a minute. Yeah. Did they really just play the race, the like, the queer race card? Of course they did!
1: Of course oh they did! Oh my fucking, fucking God.
0: God. I'm sorry, I know, I know yeah. we're
1: explicit
0: uh, look. Oh my fucking
1: God. Because they, they found, and this is one of the, I I kind of just want to go back to, I want to take a moment, just, I want to go back to the, the first set of kids, um, being biracial <laughs> for a moment, and I, it's odd because it seems like the first three kids were the kids who were treated worse, mm. and I'm wondering if it's because they felt like they were going to get more attention, with the kids who were more obviously black. Mm. Because it seemed like Devontae was their favorite. Um, and I mean, this might have been personality too, maybe Devonte which is more, he was the, the kid who was willing to try to play Peacekeeper, maybe, you know? But I think that it is interesting that the, or maybe it's like they got tired of the first three kids. And so they got be the, the, the second three kids, and they were like, these are the, the shiny new kids or whatever like so i I don't know really but they definitely they as you said they played they played the lesbian card and they played the race card Uh they said they they said oh um if anyone doesn't like us it's because they're racist it's because they're homophobic and that unfortunately worked very well for them because i think because you know it is a more um it's a, a more kind of liberal area where you know, I think that they were able to use that as a shield, and people didn't maybe didn't want to be. Well, I think people didn't want to get involved, and we're going to get into that in a moment.
0: Yeah, I soon. think I know what
1: you're referring to. And and people didn't want to get involved, and and they used that maybe as an excuse, like as a barrier of like, "Well, I don't want to be seen as racist. I don't want to be seen as homophobic." But really, at the core, they didn't want to yeah. get involved.
0: I don't want to talk about social justice warriors, but I mm-hmm. feel like that this is just something that the extreme social justice warriors would pull and i'm not liking it i'm not liking it at all because i've dealt with social justice warriors in my in my in my time on earth and it's not fun it's not fun they they police everything that you say and they make you feel bad for Mm -hmm. saying things that you are more than willing to learn you're more than willing to learn Mm -hmm. It's very it's very manipulative behavior that social justice some social justice warriors have. That's why I just I don't associate myself with that anymore.
1: And when Jennifer and Sarah well, Jennifer in particular they were very manipulative. So yeah, it's I,
0: very manipulative behavior.
1: And I I did just want to take a moment and I do want to say that this is this case you can't extrapolate all you know adoptions of kids by gay parents. You can't uh, you cannot extrapolate all uh, transracial adoptions. You can't you not. Ex- this is a very particular case, and so I don't just don't want anyone taking away from this any kind of, like, broader thing about... But I did also just want to, to take a moment and and say that it's kind of interesting because with um, the Turkey case, a lot of people are kind of... See, this is what happens when religious people are allowed to run wild, but I don't think it's about religion, and I don't think mm-hmm. it's about, um, you know, well, the the hearts we're going to get into, they were very uh, politically liberal and very out in that community they mm-hmm. went to a bernie rally with the kids um so i think it's it's not about you know where you stand politically it's no. about power abuse is about power. power it's about um it's in these in these two cases even though like if you put the the turban parents and the heart parents in a room they wouldn't agree on anything mm-hmm. But they there is a lot of stuff here that's very similar, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna get into why I think some of that is.
0: Um, yeah, and then I also just want to say to people who are thinking about adopting, and you've seen like the case of the hearts. If you think you're gonna be a good parent, adopt. Just go ahead and do it. Like I know it's I know the system can be very hard, but just just start fostering because like kid because kids need good homes. Yeah, and I think good homes and, and you shouldn't let something like what these bastards did mm-hmm. to their kids, which I'm not going to spoil, affect what affect your position on adoption or foster care.
1: Yeah, you know, I say, and if you're worried that you're not going to be a good parent, even more so adopt. Like I feel like just you know, there's something about like you don't need to be perfect to be a perfect mm-hmm. parent. I'd say, like, I mean, if you're any better than this, I'd, yes. I'd say please go for it. You know. But but I think that um what we're gonna get. So let's talk about Washington. So a lot of stuff happened when they lived in Woodland, Washington. So okay, so um I thought this, this part was interesting too. Um kind of in its parallels to the uh to the turping case. So in August two thousand seventeen, after the hearts had since moved to Woodland, Washington, Hannah jumped out of her second-story bedroom window at about 1.30 a.m. and approached the residence of her next-door neighbor's, the DeKalps. Hannah reportedly pleaded, "'Don't make us go back. They're racist and they abuse us.'" Soon afterwards, the Harts found Hannah and took her back home. The following day, Jennifer attempted to explain the incident by claiming Hannah was lying, that the children occasionally acted out because they were, and I quote, "'drug babies,' and that Hannah's biological mother was bipolar.'"
0: can you describe the look on my face right
1: now um it's the look that that statement does. <laughs> you look very like shocked and appalled what's uh, your reaction to this whole thing? And also, like, i like i think i just did want to take a moment to um kind of also make a parallel to because one you know to jordan's escape but also to did you see that case that just happened in texas with the twins
0: I haven't seen the yeah, kids. Okay, the so there was
1: these two kids, um, twins, sixteen-year-old twins. They broke out of handcuffs in their laundry room, and they were running, um, they were running door to door, uh, knocking on doors, and people told them to keep it moving. Up until they got to one lady who let them in, and they were like half dressed. The the, the the daughter the the girls had a grocery bag on as a top. They were barefoot, I think. And they were they showed them their wrists where they had were handcuffed. Oh my god. Um and so then the the the, the mother and her boyfriend were arrested. Um, but so kinda of similar thing of like but I can't I can't believe all these people just apparently told him to keep it moving. I know, I was shocked about that too. Like how can and the other thing too is it was a guy who told him to keep it moving, like Honestly, okay, so because one of the twins was a guy, I guess I could see if it was, like, a single woman home alone, maybe you might think it's, like, so the, I don't know, the most fucking, like, uh, uh, what's the word, like, the most method robbery attempt ever, which, I don't know, I'd still open the door, I'd be like, I guess I'm gonna get robbed, or whatever, like, if you're willing to cancuff yourself to stuff to, to rob me, then I, I what that's what's gonna happen. But it's supposed to do? Like you're you're afraid of two? Are you really afraid of two sixteen year old emaciated kids?
0: I bet he had something more important to do.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess so. Like um, but he yeah. They have, apparently they have the ring camera thing of him saying "get off my property." <sighs> so at least the kids are safe now. But it's that's uh, okay. So that made me think of this thing with the. With, okay, with the DeKalb's. And so I'm going to talk about the DeKalb's for a moment. And I'm going to, again, just... I think
0: I, know, I think I know where you're going with this, so if I, I can interject with
1: it, yeah. <laughs> so the one, and I like with the mandator pours at the school, the DeKalb's did okay, but they could have done better. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dana DeKalb, the wife, she was the one who opened the door went and had it rushed in. Um, she she, I think, kind of wanted more to get involved, wanted to help them, but her husband said, I don't want to get involved. Um, And then Dana a week later told her father about what happened. Yeah, I remember and, that. Yep, I remember, the, he I remember was the call. Horrifying. horrified. So he called the police and he was, like, crying about Yeah. This thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the police ever, like, followed up or did anything. Um. Now, the one other thing, okay, so I also want to talk a moment. So now, this is some stuff that I don't know because in the world of sarah and jen you never know anything for sure so i think it was in washington sarah, uh jennifer made the claim that a cross had been burnt on her lawn okay. did the police ever get a call about this cross being burnt on her lawn no did anyone else see this cross being burnt on her lawn no Also, like, it's Woodland, Washington. Like, it's not, you know, Mississippi. So, like. And given Jennifer's penchant for bullshit. Bullshit. And so the other statement that Jennifer made was that oh, uh, we live next door to these Trump people. They hate us. They love oh, Trump. My All this stuff. So now, I don't know whether the DeKalb's And I'm not were... saying,
0: oh my god, because <laughs> because I'm pro Trump. I'm saying, oh my god, because of the statement I said earlier about how certain social justice warriors can be manipulated.
1: So I don't know whether the DeKalb's were for Trump or not, but I do think that regardless of whether or not they were... I think that a lot of statements were made to discredit the DeKalb's if the kids tried to reach out to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, I guess, implying that they were the ones who did this thing with the cross. Which, again, I feel like people, like, you see something like that, you have to call the fire department, I assume. Yeah. Like... like If you see something burning,
0: you mm -hmm. call the fire department. You don't just, but it didn't happen, did it? It did not happen.
1: I—I I mean, I can't say for sure, but I have my suspicions that that—that that, that never happened. Um, because I mean, also it's from just the male like, gender, just
0: like, just like on um Beyond the Factor Fiction. <laughs> nope, it's it's pure it didn't fiction. Happen. Pure fiction.
1: Didn't happen. Nope,
0: never. <laughs>
1: it didn't happen. Nah,
0: nope.
1: And it's not. Never, it's never. not that it's impossible that something like that could happen in this day and age. Unfortunately, but given the. Given all the factors, I I think that story was put out by Jennifer. Again, to just probably discredit the DeKalb's. Mm-hmm. Um, and and th- this comes back later, too, because there was some statements made by Friends of the Heart. Oh, the DeKalb's are... Alive. So after this incident, the DeKalb family came into contact with Devante, who constantly begged for food and asked the DeKalb's not to tell Jennifer about these requests. And later, conversations with the caseworkers... From DSA. So, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I should address before we get into what happened next. But yeah, so basically, like, there there were repeated things. Where, okay, so anyway, also, um, the social media was oh these kids said all this like really intelligent stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, so. But then they would tell other people that, like, so apparently, I think it was the DeKalb's were like, oh, Marcus is going to be leaving for college soon, right, because he was 19. Like, oh no, he can't leave, he can't live on his own. Social media, everybody. (laughs) So, and also, I just also want to touch on, on Jennifer's claim that the kids were, and I quote, drug babies. Um, so, okay, so I just want to touch on the the bullshit that was the crack baby myth. Um, so in the 80s, I believe it was, there was this whole thing that like, uh, mothers who smoked crack cocaine while they were pregnant were going to have kids who have all these issues, these kids basically implying that these kids are going to have lifelong issues. Um, ultimately, that turned out to mainly be bullshit, and that Children who works, and I'm not saying that people should go out and smoke crack cocaine while they're pregnant. It's a very addictive substance, and you know, no one should start it. You know, if you if you need help with that, please go get help because it's it mm-hmm. lead to you know health issues and and whatnot. The but the only thing ultimately that was associated with prenatal exposure to crack cocaine was low birth weight. The whole crack baby thing, it was mainly, it was targeted bullshit, mainly targeting the black community, so that basically, it was racist bullshit, basically. Um, yep. Particularly because in the 80s, um, it was seen as more of a, a problem in the black community, whereas, you know, I mean, there are plenty of people who have issues with cocaine, either crack or otherwise, of a, a variety of different races. I um, mean, and even more so now with opiates, because the opiate problem is very bad. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: But... But basically, these kids are not going to have... Now, fetal alcohol syndrome, that's some shit. And that's going to... That's... that Like, the, the school shooter in Parkland had uh, fetal alcohol syndrome. Which, not to say that if, if somebody has fetal alcohol syndrome, they're going to be violent or anything like that. But the fetal alcohol syndrome affects kids to a much greater extent than exposure to crack cocaine. Uh, but why do we... Here, all why did we hear in the 80s all the time about quote-unquote crack babies and we didn't hear about fetal alcohol syndrome racism
0: racism racism racism
1: so the, this accusation that these now one at least one of the kids did test positive for crack cocaine upon his birth um but again like it's associated with low birth weight which again i'm not saying that's that's great you know i'm not like hey yeah man but but so like so is smoking cigarettes so, there's a lot of other things. And again, I'm not saying it's good, but it's not. Low birth weight is not necessarily a predictor for how you're going to be once you get tall. You know? Yeah. However, these kids, they were small like their entire life, and that was because the hearts weren't feeding them. When yeah. the doctor saw them, the only one who was had a normal... Ironically, the only one who had a normal weight was the kid who was basically confirmed to have been born exposed yeah. to crack cocaine, ironically, everyone else was too small for their age, mm-hmm. and so that's why I think that the that was why they floated around that that crack baby bullshit to as an excuse for why the kids weren't gaining weight. Like. Oh. what do you think about that I think
0: hold on because uh, i want I actually want to go into something else too um that, that before we get into the incident. Yeah. Um I think I didn't so first of all, I didn't even know that the crack baby thing was was a myth. So, well, so I'm just sorry about so I'm just about that
1: head. dealing with this case and you know, I'm like
0: I did not even know about that until just now. So I had to kinda of like wait, what? So crack babies are not really a thing. fetal
1: alcohol syndrome is more yeah, because fetal alcohol syndrome leads to a lot of, like, I, now, I'm not a scientist, but I from what I gather, fetal alcohol syndrome leads to a lot of issues, particularly with impulse control. Um, So that's, so again, like, I'm not saying if, if you know, a kid has fetal alcohol syndrome that they're never going to, like, live the life they want to live, but when you have this, okay, so fetal alcohol syndrome, symptoms and causes. Okay, so symptoms can include an abnormal appearance, short height, low body weight, small head size, poor coordination, behavior problems, learning difficulties, and problems with hearing and sight. Those affected are more likely to have problems with school, the legal system, alcohol, other drugs, and areas of high risk. So was no- And what's like the official
0: name for like crack. I feel like that there should be an official name and not just crack. Babies.
1: Apparently, that that used to be the. Uh, oh. The well, we need
0: we need to change it if you, if we're go- can you can hey hey um uh, uh, hospital people uh, mm-hmm. or, or whoever names diseases can we change that name from crack babies to something else because that like uh drug addicted drug addict fetal drug addiction syndrome or something like that you know, maybe. Maybe, maybe maybe, change it to that.
1: Well, actually, I guess we don't need a name for it because it was bullshit. So, objectives, how the news media contributed to a scientific, unsupported public panic about the fate of babies born to women addicted to cocaine, how the political and cultural context and fear in the 1980s affected the media and public perception, and the creation of a sensational narrative. The oh, these kids, in the 80s, were just being born, you know? Like, um, the baby. Truth or myth. Um, yeah, we were
0: born in the,
1: ba- in the 80s, too. So. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, a coin for uh, children whose mother used crack or the solid form of cocaine while pregnant. Um, okay, so let me see. Okay, so an interview with National Public Radio, Dr. Uh, Carl Bell, a professor of psychiatry and public health at the University of Illinois, Chicago, quoted John Silber, the ex-president of the prestigious Boston University, as saying, are you ready for this? That the intellectual capacity of crack babies won't ever develop to the level where they can have consciousness of God.
0: Wait, what?
1: Can you read that one more time? <laughs> that they won't ever develop to the level where they can have consciousness of God.
0: Well, I guess I'm a crack baby, then, because I have no <laughs> consciousness of that.
1: Yeah, which is such a weird thing, because you don't need to, like, I mean, I don't think you need to, I mean, this is not, I mean, listen, okay, I'm, I'm a Catholic, I don't know, like I don't think you need to have, is, is there a way to, I mean, I, there are people of a variety of different like, cognitive levels who are religious in some way, like, that's, kind of weird thing, but basically, they they were basically kind of saying that these kids were, like, gonna be, uh, and kind of across the board, like, not that there was going to be some kind of variation, but like I said, with fetal alcohol syndrome, there are probably, there are people with fetal alcohol syndrome where it's going to be much to a much lower level than other folks, like Nicholas Cruz in the Parkland teaks. Clearly, it did not, it did some pretty bad things to him. I don't know if that was all because of that, but um, later investigations saw that this proclamation was the, the what this proclamation was based on was actually invalid. For one, the study size was very small at only 23 babies. Secondly, there was no real effort to study these kids when they grew up to see if they really were mentally and physically disabled. The answer is that they weren't. Study upon study proves this. Um, so okay, a study done by the, the NCBI, the National Center for biotechnical information Now, this, again this is all from Sunshine Behavioral Health uh, website as well. Sunshine, mm-hmm. rainbows every day. So they looked at 55 of these kids who were exposed to crack cocaine and 65 children who weren't exposed to it. Um, and they were given a battery of 14 tests designed to measure cognitive control, working memory, more processing, and four other systems. Uh, language, memory, spatial cognition, and visual cognition. Mm-hmm. Results showed that in utero exposure to cocaine had no effect on a child's neurocognitive functioning. No, no effect. effect. Not, not, he's, he's, these kids will never know God. No effect.
0: So when they're saying that you never know God, does that mean that <laughs> it is, that we're never going to be like Joan of Arcadia and have God just, like, <laughs> talking to us? Because I swear that I've I, I run into people who say, like, oh, yeah, God talks to me all the time. And I'm like, God, where the hell are you? You're like, you don't talk to me. Do you talk to me through other people? Like, you're like, what's going on? Like, am I a crack baby? I must be a crack baby, <laughs> because I don't talk to God.
1: <laughs> and, and um. The study further showed that agent testing in childhood environment, oh, a agents Oh, so basically, like, the, the child environment affected the child's neurocognitive functioning. So it was all about, it was about, you know, where you grew up. You know, were your parents supportive of you? You mm-hmm. know, were you raised in a safe environment, stuff mm-hmm. like that? Which, to be fair, is something that could also get kind of murked up because particularly in the 80s, maybe when they were doing this study, these kids might have lived in, because their parents were addicted, mm-hmm. might have lived in less stable environments. Yeah. But when you control for that, it's, and, but that's because of the situation. That's not because of the exposure. That's because, mm-hmm. like, you know, if your parent is addicted, you never know what to predict. You know, you exactly. never know. Whereas if your, your parent's not addicted or has some kind of you know, other situation going on, you kind of know what but yeah, anyway, so the, another study looked at um, preschoolers' physical and cognitive development and uh, found there was no significant relationship between prenatal cocaine use and the Stanford Binet. Hmm. Um, and then another study, again, found that levels, greater levels of cocaine during pregnancy had uh, no significant negative effects. Um, but like it says, that, you know, you're going to... But apparently the only thing that it is is these kids, they grow smaller. Um, they said, uh, the smaller heads can be associated with smaller brains. However, it's not permanent. Mm-hmm. Eventually they catch up to the other catch kids. Up, yeah. So you just, you know, I mean, you just do have a nice big head. Um, you, you just, you know, it might just take you a little while along yeah. to get there. Because so, us, because people too can have
0: heads as big as Gina from our age. <laughs> <laughs> now let me go into, um, my favorite topic of all time. Social media bullshit. Yes, tell me social media.
1: Social Sorry, media. I just, can't tell. I just I'm to be on the topic because see now, 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 YouTube can tell other people that this is social. So it up.
0: Yes, social media bullshit. What is social media bullshit, uh, Sarah? What is social media bullshit, Angel? What? What? what you, 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 you're asking. What is this bullshit? Social media bullshit is performative stuff that people post on social media to make their lives look like they're perfect, mm-hmm. which the hearts have done. If you oh, yes. search yes. Jennifer Hart criminal and go into <laughs> Google, there's pictures of them as a big old happy family, you know, posts from Facebook, posts of them with the free hug sign, posts of them with and- a happy Mother's Day sign, like the kids together. They're, it's, 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 it's as though they were taken from, uh, you know, it was a whole photo shoot with shoot.com. Mm and uh which i love shoot.com i love them like they they take really good pictures but uh but that but that's the only like photography website that i can think of but it was it's all performative it's all like perfect and we all have friends like this on social <laughs> media who does that performative bs if you happen to know people who do this on social media take a closer look and find out where the bullshit lies because there is a lot of it like this picture yeah, so, uh, we'll, sh- uh, actually, I think for the post that as like, that particular picture as, like, our, um, cover. Um.
1: And, like, you notice the kids are always dressed to, like, it's, like, mm-hmm. the, the, the turpins. Like the turbans, yeah. And there is a picture, I don't know if it's here, but they have a, the picture of them with the, the thing one through six shirts one through six, as well. yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, a lot of these really, like, posed pictures, even, like, and they started early, because, like, this is a picture with the first three kids. Where, look, it's all posed, too. Yep. Very posed. If you have a normal picture with a bunch of kids, especially with six kids, one is going to be picking their nose, another kid's going to be crying Uh because he doesn't want to stand still, another kid's going to be peeing himself, Yeah. like, it's not going to be all perfect like that. I mean, even not teenagers, but probably just some kid's going to be like, hey, man, you know, I don't feel like being here. I got something better to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking for this one because there's like this one photo that I saw that's like there. That's like a Facebook. There we go. I found it. I just need to zoom in, see if I can see the post. Uh, Okay, so from Jen Hart on August
1: twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. Oh, good. Here, here's some bullshit. All right, so
0: here's some bullshit right here. Here here we go. Here we go. All right, this life. Period. Almost half of it shared with her. If I really sit and ponder the vastness of, the, of that fact, it's actually quite overwhelming in the most magnificent way possible. Keep going, girl. 18 years, 6,579 days, 500, 600 minutes. minutes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I was thinking it too. I was thinking it <laughs> too. One thousand sorry, 100, 157,896 hours, nine million four hundred and seventy three thousand seven hundred and sixty minutes. And um uh, oh, man, bullshit. A lot of heartbeats because yeah. I'm not doing that number right now. <laughs> it's 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 over seven billion. Um mm-hmm. uh, Together, we individually change, grow immensely as we navigate through the calm and stormy waters. When love is our guide, anything is possible. We've been celebrating and meandering unexplored facets of the Pacific Northwest all week long because they always be moving. Mm-hmm. Still going strong when we were finally able to get married. The only people presented were our children simply because our support system was so small. Because they chose that.
1: Mm, yeah. Because they chose, and yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't them cutting ties with everyone who might call uh, CPS. Oh them. no, I asked because they chose. Oh that. yeah. yeah. They, oh sorry, I thought I thought. They, sorry. No, thought that was no, that was. No, I said. No, sorry, yeah, I said sorry. because they chose that. Oh, because that seemed like it seemed like they were. It seemed like something that they would say where they'd be like, "Yeah, they didn't love us because we were." <laughs> Y'all know
0: that our 20th anniversary is going to be a grand wedding celebration filled with loved ones in a glorious nature setting, right? Mm-hmm. Hashtag, now you know. Hashtag, two year countdown. Thank you for being part of our our lives. Love Infinite photo, Jeremiah Hart with Sarah Hart. So their kid took that photo. This is the photo right here. 18 oh. years. Uh, and then... Oh, oh! The best part, though, look at them laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> Somebody, there is a heart. There's yeah. a heart. There's a thumbs up, and there's a laugh. Let me see. who... Nah, people are people are just buying into BS. I wonder if they block the
1: laughter. Oh, <laughs> well, you have some more bushes. So this is Sarah Hart is with Jennifer Hart. I was recording the sunset tonight and caught this conversation. My heart, and then a heart. Devante, I wish I could vote. Jen, you vote every day. Huh? Jeremiah, huh? Jen, you vote with your actions, with your bravery to stand up for what you believe in, and you vote for how you choose to spend or not spend your money. You vote by being strong and confident to be yourself in a world that can crush the strongest of character by manipulation and fear. Devante takes a deep breath. Did you follow your heart with your vote? Jen, yes, well, but I took the knowledge that I had and they combine it with what my heart feels. The best decisions are always made J and D together when the brain is connected to the heart. And they're oh, then they oh my god! Like this is like nobody uh, said that of all the things that didn't happen, this didn't happen the me.
0: One more, one more line of bullshit for me. March sixteenth at two fifty-five a.m. Why would you be up that early? I mm-hmm. don't know. That that that. Hour of the day it hurts to me. Like it hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts so bad. Anyway, celebrations. Yesterday we celebrated the ninth anniversary of, our, of the official adoption day of Sierra with us. Mm. Jeremiah, named also changed, and Devante, name, change. name changed. Name <laughs> changed. We celebrate all the things in the family. But we don't celebrate
1: we, how their names were actually written yeah, on the first.
0: <laughs> the day we met our kids. The day they came home. The official finalization court date. Birthdays of cats, dogs, chickens, seasons, anniversaries, Tuesdays. Why? Why not? I get one more precious life to live. When you open up various social media accounts, it's pro and it gets cut off. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, then here's a photo of the kids of them. Hold on, let me zoom out. There we go.
1: There you go. Oh my god. Oh, where is uh because, because it's, it's
0: I'm to, no, because it's
1: they? only, it's only the three. Oh, yeah, because it, uh, It's well. only the three. So the three that they all over their thing, it's just so much bullshit. And it's it, like, it all feels so fake. Okay, and then, so then, oh my god, and then, okay, so, well, let's get to that, and then we're going to get to some other stuff. So I also wanted to say there is an incident where, okay, so by the time that Hannah ran into the DeKalb's house, they noticed that her two front teeth looked like they had been knocked out. Mm. There was this post that Jennifer made with a picture of the tooth saying, like, I told her not to run in the house, but look, now this tooth fell out. Wow. Which I don't think that's how that happened. That's not how that
0: happened. Where it was adult teeth, right?
1: I think so, yeah. 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 And then also, even if it was, like, even if your kid fell and his tooth, why the fuck would you take a picture of it and post it on Facebook and be like, I told him not to run in the house. Why wouldn't you, like, go bring him to the damn dentist? Yeah. I mean, I can see, like, if you a to chip tooth, like, i got chip tooth. And I just, sometimes they ask me, do I want to do something about it? But I'm like, I don't want to. But, like, a whole tooth fell out and you're not going to, like, go see if you can get that put back mm-hmm. in or what? You're just going to take a picture and put it on Facebook? like I pick a picture I put it on Facebook. This is why I'm not on Facebook anymore.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> so, like, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook. Like, if, like, you can still comment on my stuff on Facebook, but I'm not going to respond because I'm on Instagram and I post my Instagram on my Facebook. So, just to keep it a little active. But still, um, no, I'm why so I'm not on Facebook anymore.
1: And then there's, okay, so there's also this thing where, like, they went to all these, like, festivals. These like weird music festivals, yes. of like bands that no one has ever heard of except for them, um, and like so people. As a fellow person who's who's
0: to fans of <laughs> people that are heard of except for me, this is the one thing that I can relate to them
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, fuck them. So they go these weird music festivals with the kids. Uh, but also oh they were all vegan. But apparently, like, when Devante, Jeremiah... I mean, that doesn't
0: he, matter if you don't feed
1: them, <laughs> so... Yeah, but apparently, well, I think also part of it was they're like, whoa, because uh, they're just, they're skinny because we're vegan, or whatever. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, but, they, but apparently, Devonte Jeremiah, and Sierra, when they lived with their aunt, she said their favorite food was chicken nuggets.
0: They better be vegan chicken nuggets. I know that
1: those exist. <laughs> just want some chicken nuggets man. and i feel like it's fine for an adult to be vegan but like don't do that to your kids let them let them have some chicken to mcnuggets yeah let them decide if they want to be vegan or not mm-hmm. like that's it's really hard for people who are vegan and vegetarian to get enough protein so i feel like don't do that to your kids like mm-hmm. if you're an adult you, know, you can make your own choice and there's make nothing wrong choices. with yeah. being vegan or vegetarian but don't do that to your kids that's like, trying try to like, make their cat's vegan and their cat dies, like because they're like, oh, well, the cat is a freaking carnivore, man. Like yes. they need, they need meat. But anyway, so okay, so they go to these bird music, classes, and there's something where like one of the, uh, one of the people there spent the day with Sierra, I think, and they bought her something to eat, and apparently, like Jennifer got so mad when they like came back and they found she had eaten. Like I can't, you know, why did? She'd tell you to like get her something eat hey, that's not right and
0: obviously it got really mad about it. So anyway, so let's And then um and yeah and then yeah yeah and then she never listened to that artist again. But then also, uh there was um there was footage of um one of the kids, I forgot which one of the kids, um they were singing something. No, 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 I'm Sorry, not the kids, but like the artist was singing something mm-hmm. and hugging and uh, one of the kids went, I think, went on on stage, and they were and they were embracing like each other. Yeah, I think that was Devante. I think yeah. That was Actually, Devante, yeah. I could yeah. be wrong,
1: but I think that was yeah.
0: Her. So yeah, because I and and that 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 clip broke my heart. Honestly, that just like if you like, uh, I think that I think Stephanie Harlow was the one who did who did that one. Oh. Uh, who, um, or maybe it was uh, Kendall Wright. Um, but if either either one of those, like if you watch their video on it they, uh, they show it. They show, like, the, they show, like, the, uh, the musical artists hugging, hugging, uh, one of the kids and, um, singing, essentially singing, but this it's not any, it's not, you can't make, it's not, you can't make out what the, what the song is. It's, like, it's, it's basically just, like, gibberish to me, but the way that, like, it's very emotional, like, the way that they, like, the guy hugged, hugged, hugged the kid and, um, was basically, it felt like me.
1: Oh. So she doesn't, like, say anything. Um. But so, okay, so on. Okay, so on March, I think 23rd. Uh, card car is the door. So then, but then, three days later. The hearts get all the kids. Well, I'm going to put a star next to all the kids. And we're going to come back to them. Get at least some of the kids into the van. hmm Uh. Drives out to California. And after giving... After Jennifer gives Sarah and the kids Benadryl and drinks alcohol and I think takes Benadryl herself. Drives them off a cliff. Yeah. So the reason why I say star next to all the kids is because five of the kids have been, I identified by um their bodies or parts of their bodies in one case but Devonte's body was never found hmm. so that's i i'm gonna posit a question do you what do you think made it do you think Devonte was in the van with everybody else or do you think maybe maybe Sp- Either, some people were like, well, maybe the hearts got so mad that he had told the DeKalb that they killed him, and then killed the other kids to stop them from talking. I mean, or, I mean, listen, this was declared not a legal possibility, because they legally declared Devante dead, but do you think he could still be out there?
0: I am of two minds of this. I think he can still be out there, but also... Because parts of their bodies were found, it's possible that Devante wasn't like what like is unable to be recover because it's been that long.
1: Because yeah, yeah, because
0: yeah. So I'm I'm of two minds a bit. If the, I I hope that he can be found. <laughs> I hope that he's. I hope that Devante is. Um, I hope that I hope that he's like he, maybe he found his maybe found his birth mother and he's back with her. That's that's my hope, but also. When in situation, I I've seen enough like true crime stuff where like if you're put in the ocean, mm-hmm. like
1: yeah, they never it's crime. not a
0: good thing. It's not a good thing. Like yeah. like um, Lacey Peterson for example, mm-hmm. like that's an example of that. Like like she mm-hmm. was found, but she wasn't like intact, from what I understand. Yeah, that's uh,
1: not, I'm like, but I don't like that they declared him dead without like they just kind of. Like, the judge went, well, they always traveled together, so obviously he was in the van. I'm like, that's stupid logic. Like, that logic doesn't make any sense. But the question is, like, if he's not dead, like, where is he? Because, I mean, he'd be 19 now, so I mean, where is he? But then the body would have been
0: the the body problem. Did they ever like, search the house? I don't know. Because if you would think if they, he would, if if he was murdered beforehand, he would have, uh, they would have searched the house.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, there's also a lot of spec- before they found Hannah's body, mm-hmm. there was a lot of speculation that Hannah had been murdered prior. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, I don't- because people hadn't seen her for a while. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm like, I don't- I don't know. I mean, like, I don't- I don't know if I feel entirely comfortable- I mean, he's- I mean, he's, it's a very good chance that, unfortunately, he's passed away, but I don't know, I don't like how they can say, like, but no- Physical evidence just declare him, him dead. I mean, mm-hmm. what if he's like, I don't know, what if one of the other weirdos that the hearts hung out with has been, like, kidnapping him or something? Like that? Yeah. So, so I don't know. So there's one thing. is, I mean, not just like you see some random guy walking down the street and you're like, that guy kind of looks like Devontae. Don't bother him. That's probably just a yeah. guy. But, like, if you have some real reason, not just like, I don't know, this guy was eating a hot dog. Mm. <laughs> he looked kind of like, don't do that. Like, he's in New York. He's a yeah. hot dog. Let me eat my hot dog. <laughs> Yeah, like, don't do that. But just, like, if you have real reason to think that, you know, because I don't know, I don't think the police did a very good job in investigating it, honestly. So, I I mean, they didn't do a good job beforehand. I don't think they did a good job after either, really. So, so let's talk about the after. So after the first, all these people who were friends with the heart parents came forward to basically Kiss Jennifer and Sarah's asses and say, oh, I think it was just a crash. I don't think they intentionally did anything. they never abused those kids,
0: yeah, crash was and crash deserved the Oscar
1: <laughs> <laughs> even though they were always they were like, oh but that was just like Trump supporters calling c p s on them See what
0: I tell you about social <laughs> justice warriors or
1: it's a theme
0: here they're manipulative they're like oh no see because they're liberals <laughs> now see I'm a liberal I'm a liberal i I fully admit to being <laughs> liberal but I also admit that that liberal people can be trash just like conservative people can be trash exactly so look no, no. Uh, but I'm not but I'm also not extremely extreme. 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 Lee Lippur. Lee Lippur. I'm just...
1: extreme hamlet extreme extreme i mean I, I find it uh especially most of the reports came from the kids themselves are we supposed to believe that the kids were all all secret trump supporters too like, i get yeah, look
0: look <laughs> stranger things i'm just kidding no wait,
1: they're not they're not i mean i'm like so these kids saying that they themselves were abused that was that's I, that was trump supporters And then they were doing all this stuff to, like, malign the kids. Like, oh, my, the murder, let me say, the murders. Mm -hmm. This Facebook thing, this lady who was allegedly a minister Mm -hmm. posted and was like, I can relate to them because, like, I have a foster kid and so I can relate to, I can understand why they would, you know, get overwhelmed and decide to kill all their kids. I'm like, you should not be a freaking foster parent. And then they're like, there was what? a woman who had two autistic kids, and she turned on the uh, carbon monoxide and killed them all. And I cried for her. I'm like, cry for her, cry for her kids. No, no. no. <laughs> the, no. the cat moved. I'm like, cry for her. she. Like, she murdered her child, and the, I mean, I mean, and you know, she took took her own life, and died by suicide. But I'm like, you cry for her, not for the kids she murdered. Like. Hey, oh well, I I can relate to the hearts because it's hard to like have foster kids. They have behavior issues, but there's no there's no evidence that any of these kids had any kind of real behavior issues mm-hmm. whatsoever. It sounds like it was all invented bullshit. Like, uh uh, they eat ate the pizza when I told them they could only have a small slice.
0: Uh
1: huh. Oh the oh they ate pizza. Those foster kids have problems. They have they issues. Oh
0: my gosh. You know what? It was it it you know what it was New York style pizza and they should have had the they should have had the corner but really they had the middle. I'm
1: like they you know there's no evidence that there was it's a damn it's a damn Sicilian pizza. I think this other friend of the hearts showed up and was like, let me tell you guys ah uh, let me tell you Je-
0: about my Facebook.
1: That one time Jeremiah found this car open he climbed right into it. So, you know, that's why these kids had to be watched all the time. Like, first of all, like, that whole story sounds weird. So I don't, I really don't know if I believe it at all. Second of all, like, I don't know, kids, kids, or it wasn't that he even climbed in the car. It was that he opened the car door because he, like, wanted to look at the motor. Um, and they were like, see, that proved that people could have thought he was trying to steal that car. Or something like that. I'm like, whole oh. boys probably curious. <laughs> One second. <laughs> the cat cried.
0: So the cat, the cat cried. Figured out how to um, figure out how to take away the spaces.
1: So I think we should be good. Anyway. Anyway. Continue. <laughs> but, but yes, it basically called this kid who had got him murdered basically implied he was a car thief and was like see he didn't understand he just climbed in there see that's why he couldn't live on his own this is what uh jennifer and sarah had to deal with and all this stuff like, because uh,
0: they're just so great parents are practically angels <laughs> they're like they they've, they've descended from the heavens and we're like I must adopt all <laughs> these black kids and i'm sorry I meant to say, we must stop all these African American kids, <laughs> and then they, and then they were like, well. This was too difficult. They practically are thugs, so they ran their car right off the cliff. They ate the the pizza. They ate the pizza. They're criminals. And And then, and then, and then, being feeling so overwhelmed, they drove. They took their kids, placed them in the car, and drove them off the cliff, never to be seen again. And they were practically martyred by the social justice warriors community. And yes, I am willing to be canceled. I will share my handle at the end. I mean,
1: we canceled ourselves. We let's canceled all ourselves. Home. All right, so let's all, go, all
0: go, home. Home. Let's go home. I
1: mean, then there was something like there was a scene, like, she was like, we need more parents like the hearts. I sure as hell hope not. <laughs> we we need, need more parents like the turpins. There we go. Yeah, I no, said. We no, 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 we need more. Uh, we need more murder.
0: <laughs> we need more murder in this. More murder. No, no, no. Some more no, child
1: no. murder. So there ain't nothing wrong with that, apparently. Nothing there's wrong with that, yeah. be left alone. These kids, uh, they, you know, they, they've got all these issues. They can never live normal lives. So, so I guess never. it's okay to murder your children because, like, I don't know, you've you come up with some bullshit. Or rather, they're going to tell on you. And to them there is, I haven't listened to it, but there was, uh, this is, oh, this is something secondhand. There was a podcast that covered this case and apparently people were saying like the podcast were like, Oh, what mother can't relate to that? And, oh, it must have been so hard for them. Also I did well, I I didn't want them to on the subject of how hard it was for them. I did just wanna point something out. So, Angel, if you or I were to suddenly get pregnant, have a child, um, how much money would we get per month?
0: Isn't it, like, it's a lot of money, isn't it?
1: Well, I mean, just in, like, in jail. Like, how much, how much... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I
0: felt you meant, I, I know, okay. I I, I jumped the gun, I jumped the gun, with what I am about to say. Um, nothing. Yeah, I mean, we could... Nothing, we, nothing, because we would, because, because if you really think about it, if you're, if I, so, okay, first of all, if I was to quit my job, if I was to Mm -hmm. stay at home, be a stay-at-home mom, Live off of the welfare system—that's where the money would come from. But being as though I'm not doing that, zero dollars because you have to. Cause, cause being as though I'm a single woman, and if I were to get pregnant right now, I would be screwed because I would have to go into work, not like for for like six. Sorry, not six. About well, eight and a half out of the nine months, and then go on maternity leave, which is probably going to be unpaid. And you know, then we have to worry about the baby and stuff like that. You know, all the stuff like that. But I think there's like, a, I think there's something at my job. I'm not gonna mention it. But I think a lot of jobs have like um, a like a new life event and stuff like that. So I don't know. I I honestly don't know. But zero dollars. What about? Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm jumping. I'm jumping yeah. again.
1: So yeah. So I'm like, no. No. She's jumping. So yeah. So like yeah. So us from the government, we could get if we had one kid. You know, if we didn't have any other income, we could get about $200 a month in cash assistance. there's specific things you can use it for. Um, you know, and plus, you know food stamps. Um, the Hearts got uh, $2,000 a month in, um, in, let's see, so um, oh, ultimately, and all in all, uh, Texas gave, uh, gave the Heart Moms $270,000. Plus, there was something about they were able to because Devonte's father had, or stepfather had died. They were able to get social security survivor oh, survivors' survivors' for him, um, which I'm sure Devonte saw no, no. none, none, um, and I'm sure the other kids saw none. of. and they racked up their credit cards. Uh, freaking Sarah was working at uh, it was like a Kmart or something or a Kohl's, something like that. Um, I guess yeah,
0: Sarah, who has the degree in education, yep. special education, is mm-hmm. working at a Kohl's, Kmart, Walmart, whatever. She's working at a job that's beneath her, basically, mm-hmm. the, that's beneath her. And, um, yeah,
1: Whew. yeah. you can tell which one wore the pants in the mm-hmm. family. And whereas Jennifer got to stay at home and sit on her ass, um... And supposedly take care of the kids, but actually just make them stay in their room and not feed them. So that's a lot of money that these guys got. Which I never understood why. Now, I know there's situations, you know, like the chirping case, where you can't keep the child with the birth parents. But there's a lot of people who are taken away from their birth parents just because the birth parent is poor and doesn't have any money. can't pay the rent. Mm -hmm. and can't, you know, keep the water on. can't put food in the fridge. Mm -hmm. So why not... Rather than pay, you know, some of the, um, like, foster care. A lot of it's like $1,000 a month. Mm -hmm. Why would you pay someone $1,000 a month to provide what's usually subpar care? I mean, there Uh are great foster parents out there, but abuse is rampant in the foster system. When you could pay, like, a little bit more to the parents so that way they can keep their kids. And again, I know there's a situation where you can't do that. But in a situation where you can, why not do that rather than pay somebody else? do it, but it's because the system is broken. This is very broken.
0: broken. system, yep.
1: And that's even like I don't know if you mentioned it, but like like the turfing kids like they who were uh underage, like they got placed in involved about these kids. They wanna uh-huh. talk about other hot button political issues, which I'm not gonna name here. But they don't, you know, wanna take care of these kids because yep. they don't look at they don't look at these kids as important. And I think that was proven by the fact that people were the flocking to defend the parents in this case, uh-huh. as opposed to like thinking the kids. Like, all because, all because they shared how perfect their lives
0: were on social media, <laughs> and all because that you know social justice warriors have to stick together. You know how yeah. that goes.
1: It's the Trump supporters who came up with all these abuse allegations in every single state they It's a
0: conspiracy. In. Jennifer and Sarah were framed. By their own children. Yeah, and the Trump supporters. And the Trump supporters. The kids were working for the Trump campaign. They were working for yet. the Trump campaign, so they had to Okay, I'm not gonna say it.
1: But <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. So they had
0: yeah, but you know, you know where I was going with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were uh, they were all secret secret Trump uh, volunteers. But I'm like this episode and but there are people like friends of theirs who were still claiming that like it was all made up by Trump, by the DeKalbs because the DeCalbs love Trump. It's like so, what about all the places they lived before they they lived next? To yeah, the they house?
0: flocked around a lot, like you know, like that. You know, they they found it very simple to just like move from state to state in the Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest up there. Well, actually, actually they weren't. No, they weren't. They were never in Texas, were they? Well, the the kids, the kids were in Texas. Yeah. The kids were, yeah, but they but they but I, like find they find it so convenient to flock from state to state in the Pacific Northwest. Huh. huh. Hmm. <laughs> anyway.
1: So don't think of what else so basically, as they were found Devante, so uh-huh. you know, they they did a great job on that. Yeah. Um they, oh, they still got their
0: ass kiss in death.
1: There was something about like their friends are making a documentary about them where they're gonna like show the love that the hearts Oh also they had a picture where it was the kids with some homeless guy in a said homeless, not heartless. More performative
0: actors. More performative actors. Nothing that nothing that comes to mind. I said all that I wanted to say in lieu of making a bad joke about, you know, social justice warriors. <laughs> so you, you you can probably tell by my mm-hmm. by my by by me making fun of social justice warriors that I have faced a lot of social justice warrior traumatic events. So I'm just gonna put it off to the side and it for my therapist. Oh, I just want to
1: say one thing. Just I want to talk about the some of the similarities the similarity between the heart and the therapist. So, yeah, oh, definitely. So, in both these cases, uh, there was some weird stuff to do with food, where, like, the kids were starved, and, like, if they ate, the parents would get really mad. Mm-hmm. Um, They also, in both cases, had houses that didn't look, I'll say, like, just normal. Because here's the thing if you have a, a bunch of kids running around, your house is going to be, like, kind of messy. Like, somewhere between kind of messy to extremely messy. But, like, with the Turpins, they just had trash everywhere like for years mm-hmm. and like just never cleaned anything mm-hmm. and the hearts had the exact opposite it was spick and span yeah people came in there like it does not look like, like any, any children was like, here they're, like there were no toys there was nothing it was all but they would like set up like um the fact that one kid ended up you know escaping out the window in both cases and also um, see like they exalted Devonte, mm-hmm. and they tore down Hat. Yeah, which I thought was weird because they're very social. Oh yeah, man. a lot
0: of post pictures like.
1: Oh, I don't think this is it. I don't think this
0: is them. Something there's a picture of them in San Francisco. Oh, this is oh, them. Oh yeah, it's them. Yeah. Yes, it's them. I'm I'm looking at like a lot. I'm looking at like their stuff too. Um, like there's like the Happy Mother's Day. All
1: these like fake all these fake poses. There's, up, no, like, like I said. There's no, like, candid pictures. pictures. They're all posts.
0: It's like, it's like they did a photo shoot with shoot.com. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not maybe. the, and like I said, like I said, shoot.com. like I said, they, like I said, I love shoot.com. And they, I got my, I got some pictures taken with them, and I want to do it again with them. Um, maybe we should do some podcast pictures with them. Like That'd that. be nice. Kind of like a little photo shoot or something. You know, we're just, like, frolicking around Philadelphia and... <laughs> We can't. think we can do it now because I think the Phillies are going, but then they're gonna destroy the city if they do. So <laughs> I mean, they're not. I mean, they already almost did. Um, so.
1: one of their friends posted, and I'm not gonna say share anybody's name because I don't want to, like, you know, I don't want to shame anybody. I've been instructed by Jen's family to remain silent no longer. My friends need a voice, and no matter how much hate is thrown my way for that, I will take it. Your friend who murdered children. Blech. Murdered children. Oh yes, yeah. it's, it's real sad that people are giving her aid for murdering children.
0: Oh, hey, hold on. Wait one second. Is this the documentary? Oh, there's a Netflix documentary
1: that came out in 2020. Oh, you know that's probably different. because that one, it's called "The Thread of the Dece- Sea." There's another one. It's called like, oh, it's called something else. But it was made by like. Is it friend. "Broken Hearts"? I mean, that's the podcast. Oh, yeah, I don't know what ever happened with the other documentary. Maybe it got it never happened. But, um, oh, here's that thing where it was the let me see, I think it was the post about the 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 tooth. Uh, what? Somebody said, what kid was it? Jen Hart had a repeat situation where a few years ago, running in the hall and tripped on shoes, busted her lip up, only needed stitches that time. Same exact thing happened this time, only the outcome of the fall was much worse. She's at the dentist now, not sure if anything can be done. So I don't know, but I don't know if she ever really brought this kid to the dentist. I think that the heart tribe, which I've been told not to say tribe, because it's taken yeah, it's, away from Native Americans. Yep, it is. It's also, and besides that, it's also very, it's like that obnoxious liberal hipster type of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: That's my tribe. I hate when people say it. Like, I know some people who say that, who I like, but I just, I hate that phrase. It's like, no, just, you are not a tribe. You are like six people, like, eating freaking chickpeas or something. Let me,
0: uh, yeah, let me, let me share this, uh, from Jen Hart, I don't know why I'm just gonna call her, I mean, it says Jen Hart, Jennifer Hart, August 10th, 2017 at 4.51 p.m. We went to the grocery shop. We went grocery shopping in our backyard today. After 30 minutes, we require 11.5 pounds of blackberries. That's 11.5 pounds. That's what? a lot. That's a number. That, that's, a, that's a that's
1: That's I not mean, that for berries of any sort. I mean, but, anyway, okay. here. oh, 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 oh.
0: Next up. Up next, I'm sorry. Asian pears and nectarines. And. You guys, you guys, you guys, guys, <laughs> guys. Yes, yes, she did steal your phrase. <laughs> you guys, Marcus M A R K I S wanted me to take a picture of him, and that and that's an event that occurs only about as often as a solar eclipse. Kind of a big deal for me. Happy emoji. And then um, here we go. So we got we got a fake ass
1: post photo. We
0: got a fake ass post photo with some with a chicken on top of one of the kids. Mm-hmm. A hen, I think. And then one of them is just the, the gasping emoji, so I wonder if they got <laughs> blocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh right, let me see if I oh god, hold on. Let
1: me find there was oh my god, there's some bullshit. Oh my there. gosh, it's it's um it's fun
0: to look at like there's the stuff after the fact because it's stuff it's fun to look at stuff after the fact because you see like the bullshit. It's like, it's like... They lied all the time. It's like, it's like when you go to, like, your friend's Facebook page after, well, if they didn't delete it, after, like, a relationship breaks down, if they didn't delete it, it's fun. It's, like, it's fun to go in there and see, like, where all the red flags were, but actually you can see more of the red flags than, like, the person in the relationship, which was just just actually kind of very sad, but, um, but it's, like, doing that and being, like, um, yeah, so I... I kind of saw that coming, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to tell you because <laughs> I knew you would unfriend me, so.
1: <laughs> oh, here we go. Here, here's the bullshit. I was like, we were standing in the grocery checkout line. and then they have a grocery store? In their, in their backyard. backyard. Okay, this time the, the lie happened in the actual grocery An elderly man was standing at the end of the bagging area conversing with the woman checking us out. He spots our son. Looks him up and down. Man, I can tell you're going to be a baseball player when you grow up. Son uh, pauses, tilts his head, and gives a closed mouth grin. Actually, no, baseball isn't really my thing. Man, well, I can tell you're going to be a ball player. Son, as his mom, I can tell there's a slight, 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 slight frustration inside of him. No, I don't even play baseball. Check out, lady. Oh, I bet you're going to be a basketball or a soccer player then. Son, no, I don't play sports. It's just not my thing. There's nothing wrong with sports or anything. I just have other interests. Check out, lady. In a befuddled, nearly astonished voice. What? I have never met a kid that looks like you that doesn't play sports. Man, chuckling. Right. Never. They all do. It should be probably be mentioned that my face was as red as my hair at this point. It was so obviously clear it was happening. Well, I wanted to so badly to step in and protect my son from the ongoing racial stereotyping, I didn't. I let him step into his own power, and he handled it brilliantly. Son, well, of course you never met a kid like me. I am one of a kind. There's not another person like me. Man, well, what do you want to do do when you grow up? Son, oh, I'm here to help people. I'm here to inspire. Now. Man, oh, you're going to be a doctor? As he laughed while he said it. Not kidding. Son, no, I'm not. Man, well, being a doctor is the best way to help people. What are you going to do to inspire, help and inspire people? Son, putting the last of the bags in the cart. I'm going to be myself. No matter how much people try to make me something I am not. Have a great night. Flash his ginormous smile. I think this kid will be alright, no matter what is tossed at him. I mean, even if you drive him into, off a cliff, I guess.
0: R slash let's that say, happened.
1: Let's Yes, <laughs> out of all things that never happened. That never happened the most. And then also, I just wanted to say very briefly,
0: I actually try not to say "What do you want to be when you grow up?" anymore, just because that puts I feel like that puts pressure on the kids to be like uh to to grow up. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, yes, they are gonna yeah. grow up, but like, I feel like it's just like it. So when I so when I talk to my kids, I say, "What do you want to do when you get out of high school?" Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's just because it's like it's more of a setting of a goal rather than rather than a rather than like here let me pressure you to grow up so well, you can be you can be this thing. But it's more of like it's more of just like, no, what do you want to be when you get out of high school?
1: Well also I noticed that same or answer. what do you want to
0: do or yeah, or do you, more so what do you want to do when you get out of high school?
1: What you notice when you graduate it.
0: from high school that's what I mean.
1: When he was in, let's call it, call him fanfic Devante because I, I guarantee you the real Devante <laughs> didn't say any of this shit. Um, because nobody says this. This is the dumbest. Nobody, and especially no fifteen year old kid has said this. Shit. That you know what? Even like fanfic Devante, he can't. He doesn't have a career goal. And you know what? Because they didn't. They were just gonna keep these kids forever uh-huh. until they got inconvenient. They, they didn't have, they couldn't even conceive of, like, he's, I'm here to inspire. Like, he's, he's there to make them look good.
0: Yeah, he's there, he's just there to be a prop.
1: If you talk- he's there to
0: be a prop to make them, to make them, like, to make them get likes. Actually, hold on, one second, let me just, I need to pull, pull out that one post that I just, that I just read. Because I just want to see what they're, yes, there we go, I see it that post that i just read from august 10th was uh reacted to by 237 people with 40 comments and mm-hmm. they are behind a facebook they're behind they're mm-hmm. they're friends only
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're friends only so yeah they have they, they they even though now it would be it would it would be more egregious if it was public mm-hmm. if it was the globe on facebook because in mm-hmm. case you don't know the, uh, the way you can tell if a Facebook post is like behind friends is if it has the uh, multiple, it's like it has the two people. Oh, yeah. And then the way that you can tell if it's a uh, public post is if it has a globe. So when you, so when we're looking at these Facebook posts, a lot of, all of them actually are the two people, which means that they, which means that they accumulated a lot of friends um, and See, yeah, even, mm-hmm. I pull up three of them, and they accumulate a lot of friends and made it so that way it could be, like, their own little circle, their own little, um, what is it called? Echo chamber! Exactly! Their echo chamber!
1: Yeah, yep. So everyone tells them about how, how brave they are and how poor they are. and I know mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of it, I don't know if this is because what the, before the, the photo of Devante hugging the cop, or... Mm-hmm. Like, after, if it was always this way, where they're always, like, focused in on him as, well, real quick, can I just uh, talk about something real quick? So, um, in dysfunctional families, there's this thing, um, there's, these kids tend to take on roles. Mm -hmm. Um, so let me just read real quick just what these roles are. And not necessarily every family has all of them, and sometimes kids can be more than one. Um, but basically if you see a lot of them, you're gonna see, um, you're gonna see some of these. So, and these, these things generally have very little to do with how the kid actually is. It's all about how the parents perceive the kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, we've got the scapegoat. Um, so, this is the kid who's blamed for everything, whether they did it or not. Um, mm-hmm. So, they they say, an example of the scapegoat rule a child who is often sick, seen as weaker, or has a chronic condition. A defiant child who has been conditioned to understand that negative attention is better than no attention, may get in trouble in school both academically and socially, may experience more or harsher abuse compared to other siblings and family members. So I feel like the scapegoat may have been half. And then the caretaker, otherwise known as the enabler or martyr, attempts to keep everyone within the family happy even if it means denying the real issues at hand. Both children and adults can play this role So this is like a parentified child stepping in where one or both parents are both unable to do so um, or adult acting a codependent manner. So I think the caretaker may have been Devante. He was the one getting food for the other kids. He was the one Mm -hmm. who it seems like he would do whatever the parents wanted him to do Mm -hmm. to keep them happy. Then there's the hero who appears to be high-functioning, well-balanced individual. That's probably Devante again. And then the mascot... The one who uses humor and goofiness to attract mysterious issues. That, I'm not sure but that might have been some of the other kids. And then the um, the golden child uh, is also like the one who's favored. And there's like the lost child who just kind of blends in the background. So I think that might have been Marcus and Abigail, like the, a lot of the other kids. Because it seemed like mm-hmm. definitely like they, they really didn't like Hannah and they favored Demonte. So yeah. I think the other kids kind of fell into the background after that picture because they were like, I guess they decided we're going to focus everything on Devonte, but they didn't mm-hmm. really treat him good either because they were starving no. him too. But I think they, you know, they trotted him out for like, they were like, hey, Devonte, 'cause Because then they had this whole thing going around, they were like, Devonte didn't want anything for his birthday. He just wanted to go to the mall and give out free hugs. It's like a bullshit.
0: Bullshit.
1: Bullshit.
0: Bullshit. As a 15-year-old person, I really want to, as a 15-year-old person at one point, <laughs> I wanted presents <laughs> i you didn't want to go to the mall and give out hugs i want to go to the mall and shop <laughs> I wanted my i want look i i look i i was like a big component of like music and then books and stuff like that like when I was a kid, so you would say i was, I'm like, say hey can you take me to the mall like to my grandmother I was like can you take me to the mall I want to go get a book can you take me to the mall I want to go get some music that was basically you know and the fact that you know the fact that my grandmother worked at a retail store that was, <laughs> was everything to me because I could just say hey the latest babysitter's club book came out can you get that from me please? <laughs> so like that was just, that was me not let I me mean, not support some not so much at 15, because, like, the Babysitter's Club ended at that point, but I was just like, hey! Baby-Sitters, Babysitter's
1: Club! Yep. Say hello oh. to your friends, Babysitter's <laughs> Club! Say hello <laughs> to, to the people who care! care. Nothing's Join better than friends, friends. Babysitter's Club! Because no you know really your friends are always there. there!
0: Um, but, like, more so, it was, more so it's, like, music. It was, it, it, like, turned into music. Yeah. So, like, I, And announce where it's in and now I just don't read anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean I try to, but you know, time. 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 Did you have anything else to say about the hearts?
1: No, I think that's it. Just I would say that I think I wanna remind everybody is that abuse happens in all cultures, abuse happens in all income levels. Abuse happens Mm -hmm. no matter where you are. So a lot of times people are like I've seen things in, like, the Turpin thing where people were like, this is why poor people shouldn't have kids, but, like, the Turpin, they, the, the father was an engineer. He made under $50,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it can happen to anyone. Anyway. So even if, I mean, look at Mommy Dearest, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, you know, depending on someone's take on, I know some people have said that that, that movie wasn't accurate, or the book wasn't accurate, but we take that, you know, which we take Christina's word for it. Like, that was in a, a Hollywood home! Mm-hmm that that happened, you know? So I would say just, like, you know, if you see something, say something, and, and just, you know, because yeah. a lot of these kids don't have a voice if they're being abused, and, like... Yeah,
0: and and we've left, and, and like, we do every episode, we leave, like, our, um... Uh, not our, I mean, we leave the, uh... We leave, uh, numbers and websites to, um... Uh, to, uh, you know, to, like, rain to, uh, and to different mental health mm-hmm. facilities, mental health, like, uh, hotlines and stuff like that. Now, sort now so more than ever in this episode, we'll be. Can, am I going to emphasize that if you have any issue with abuse? In fact, I'm going to also leave the Trevor Trevor Project on there because okay. I think I might have left it out in uh, in subsequent ones. I'm going to put the Trevor Project in this one, um, on t- because it does deal with LGBT mm-hmm. issues um onto to our show notes, so that way if you ever if like you know if you if you have issues if you're triggered by anything in this episode, definitely reach out to rain to us uh, um i cannot pronounce them samas um oh, samsa g- uh reach out to uh reach out to one in sam one and four one in six one and six i'm sorry one in six reach out to the trevor project reach out and, and even if you if you can't find them in the show notes. Google help, Google like helpline, and you can find it. you can find it. I think I even put the National Suicide Prevention uh hotline as well, cause, cause that they are so helpful, very helpful. I've used them before.
1: And if you think a kid is being abused, and you like, if you reach out and people aren't listening, just keep keep calling keep and going. like do what you need to do to make try to make sure someone takes it seriously. I mean, they just I just saw a a thing where, um, and I won't go too long. This will be like. Real quick, they just charged a father in the death of his at the time five year old daughter who he murdered in 2019. And uh, the CPS of New Hampshire like didn't check in on this these kids since 2019, and she wasn't reported missing until 2021. Mm-hmm. Like, that's ridiculous. People need to start you know looking in for these kids. Please, like, you know, just if something seems weird, tell somebody, mm-hmm. you know, don't. Be like Dana DeKalb's dad. Even if you're not, yep. home, even if you weren't there, call up. You know, call who you gotta call. Mm-hmm. And you know, if someone calls you a Trump supporter, that's 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 the cost of doing business. That's a cost of doing business. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I also just want to say that uh, to the to if any kids are listening to this, anybody under the age of eighteen, um, reach out to your school. If you if you're dealing with issues as well, uh, reach out to your school social worker or counselor. Anybody who can. Even like a teacher, because teachers, or teachers, yeah, <laughs> yes, teachers, staff members, counselors are mandated reporters. Mm-hmm. They if if we if if we even suspect something like that, we have to report it. We have to report it. There was an incident at my job where if I didn't report it, that then something bad would have happened. So, and I'm not going to mention it on air.
1: Yeah, and, that's, and the mandated reporter list is a little different from state to state. Um, if you're outside the U.S., it's probably a different law. But there are states where everyone's a mandated reporter. And even if you're not a mandated reporter, everyone can report. And if you're mm-hmm. not a mandated reporter, you can report anonymously. Just pick up the phone,
0: call. Even if you are a mandated reporter, at least in the state of Pennsylvania, you can report anonymously just so you won't, like, that you are protected with that. Too. I just want to make. I just want to make that clear for anybody in the state of Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah. So just you know, call. Like, don't just kind of think that someone else is going to deal with it. Don't be like that guy who turned those kids in Texas away. Be like the lady who let them in, mm-hmm. or you know, be like the people who called. Just that's basically just all I wanted to say. Because we should never have. All right. That being that said, it? I will not share my handle. Just. Kidding. I, I will not
0: share my handle because i am not trying to get canceled no really i'm not going to share it like if you if you can find me you can find me if you don't well don't at me, don't at me. so um you uh you can find this podcast or uh at on twitter at sarah and angel pod yeah you can probably cancel us there that's the main one that i use for now i think i kind of fallen off instagram but uh yeah that's someone that, that that's one that gets like kind of tied to her. Tied to one episode to release and thank you to everybody who has shared our episodes um i know i haven't posted in a while so mm-hmm. so, so i'm definitely gonna be posting uh if not this month then definitely next month Woo-hoo. yay and
1: we don't know what's next so stay
0: tuned stay tuned that being said i've been sarah and i've been angel and
1: this has been
0: sarah, sarah and, angel and angel talk, talk about things, things. Where Sarah talked about something that I didn't watch, and I mean, I didn't
1: watch it either.
0: I just, I read, a just read a lot of articles. a lot of but so no, Well, I didn't talk. I didn't research on this. I just listened to the Candle Ray episode and the Septy Harlow episode and cool. on it, and I think that chapter might have did it actually. Oh, that chapter. I think that chapter. I think I haven't listened to that chapter in a while. I gotta go back and listen to uh, Good Old Boy. Uh, Mike there, Mike out. Ooh. That's not his last name. That's just how you know, so Mike yeah. out.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Have a good one, you guys. Bye. Bye.